Welcome to Just Hit Record, where we talk about the life and lives of the ever-growing community of immigrants. Join us as we rant about what it's like to live the reality of the Western world through the eyes of your hosts, Pranay and Sandeep. I want to talk about FOMO, which is my favorite topic these days. We were talking about it the other day, and I just, I was hoping that we could have recorded it. Honestly, that was a good conversation uh, because it touched on FOMO from different sides where uh, FOMO of being uh, in a family situation where I am right now, where you're seeing other people with families doing certain things. And it's also visible these days on social media. Yeah. That's really the, the root cause of it. And then from your side, you know, you're, you're single and you're seeing people. I'm also looking take... at the family side and dreaming about things. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You so see, you're, so it's like you're seeing both sides because as, as someone who is married now, I do, think about uh, i do reminisce sometimes about that time of you know it'd be nice if i could just plan a trip but now when i have to plan a trip there's all these things i have to look at i have to look at uh is my you know for the most part my kid is going with me so that already in itself becomes a different kind of trip i've got dogs so the dogs they need to be put in boarding but if you're planning on doing that you need to know about a few months in advance that you're going on this trip just so that you can organize all these things. I mean, not even just like the time, like even trying to look up something as simple as an Airbnb. You mentioned the last time you booked a place, it wasn't baby proofed and it didn't even occur to you. Yeah, you don't think of that <laughs> stuff. Oh. I saw, who's it? Like some, someone I saw basically said that, you know, the day that they had kids, they realized that they don't take vacations anymore. They just look after their kids in different places. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so if they take a trip, they're basically just doing it in a different situation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that, I think around anytime there's a holiday, anytime there's uh, usually the time when people travel, especially in the summer, yeah, is when it becomes really apparent that, for me, that's the big thing is traveling. Uh, because it was very different when I was single and my ability to do it in terms of finances, in terms of time, planning it, uh, they were different. So today I'm in a different situation and I enjoy it. Like it's a different situation that I look forward to, you know, uh, doing things differently. But even within, so when I was single and doing that, I had friends who, you know, I lived in a smaller town for a while I had friends who lived in New York City, Chicago, LA, all these big cities, and I would see their weekends, and it was all pretty crazy. You know, yeah. they'd be going out bar hopping, they'd go to concerts, people I'd want to see in concert, they'd just like show up in their city and they'd just go on a whim. And I'd be like, wow, it'd be so awesome to move to one of these cities and live there and work there. And cut to, you know, I've moved to a relatively bigger city and I have those opportunities. But now I'm like, now it's a different kind of FOMO. (laughs) I go online and I see, oh, cool, that person bought a camper and they're going to go camping with their whole family. Or, oh, wow, that guy got a house and, you know, it's a nice big house and he's renovated it and he's doing all these things in the backyard. Like, that'd be cool to have. Even though 
you know, maybe one day I'll have all that. But in the moment, it's just a reminder that you don't currently have those things lined up. And I don't know, you live in a fairly big city. You you have access to all the fun things. Does that stuff still pop in your head? Uh, no, but it, it's funny. So my FOMO is completely different. A lot of it is not even instigated by social media as much as it is by just the knowledge um, and anxiety of other people doing stuff. It might not show up online, but just hearing about it, you know? My FOMO is more of the check marks in life because I haven't done it, right? Like you've gone through the beats of life, where right? All right, you moved, you had a career, you got married, you had the kid, you've gone through the beats of life. I haven't. So for me, FOMO is a whole different conversation. That's one. But from what you're referring to, like looking on social media and people having fun and stuff. Um, I mean, I am one of those people. I post that shit every weekend. Yeah, I have. Right. I live in one of the coolest neighborhoods in the world, possibly. I have amazing bars around me. It's also funny, when I was kind of new here, now I have a lot of friends, but I used to be a bit of a loner. I still like my alone time, but I would keep myself busy. I have no problems going to a restaurant by myself or going to a concert by myself. And of course, I used to go and I used to post. And then later on, I became friends with people that I had known but used to follow me on social media. They're like, yeah, we never thought you needed us because like, you lived a pretty cool life by yourself. I'm like, I was still lonely. It just seemed right. that I was living the shit. I was still lonely though. I did it because I yeah. didn't have an option. But yes, the perception that other people get is, oh man, he has it all. You don't have it. We're just putting out the best bits of life. And um, I just want to say, th this was again on Instagram, of course, and somebody was narrating how back in India and someone's driver left India and went to the UAE to be a driver. Now, if you're a driver in the UAE, you make significantly much more money. Mm -hmm. So a couple of months later, the guy sent a friend request to him on LinkedIn. And this guy, the owner, he's like, man, why are you sending me a thing on LinkedIn? Like, do you want to like connect on Instagram? He's like, I'm not on Instagram. He's like, you're in UAE. How are you not on Instagram? He's like, if you belong to a middle class life and you suddenly walked into the Forbes 500 dinner, how would you feel? It's like, slightly awkward it's not my place he's like that's how i feel on instagram because on instagram it's not like it's just unattainable it's not real you are never gonna attain it that shit doesn't exist it's a lot of nonsense so yeah th there's definitely a lot of it where it is uh at the extremes of it you know really really opulent yeah. crazy lifestyle then there's also the middle ground where it's not people, it's people I know who are not that <laughs> crazy well off <laughs> or, or who What's I know live. What's a backstatement like? <laughs> then that's yeah, my question. <laughs> I wonder these things all the time, mainly because I, I'm not someone who, you know, I splurge on certain things, but yeah. I'm not going all out with, you know, all my expenses being no. towards everything crazy. But yeah, when I see some of these people who I know, and I know what jobs they have. I wonder, like, wow, like how am I doing something wrong? Are here? They with kids? Am I doing it? 
Yeah, these are people, and that's what I mean. There's people who have kids, people who ha- are in that situation where they have that family life, but at the same time, they're living a very different. That, even they've taken that family life also to the next level. With like, oh, we're going to Europe this week, or we're going to take a trip here, or we've got like our camper. Oh, I bought a you know jet skis, whatever that sort of stuff. Lake life. <laughs> so they have a cottage somewhere this, up north. Maybe in, I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen that yet, but I'm sure there's people that have that too. And it's just that whole idea of you know you and I talk so much about investing and saving and and planning for the future and all that. And yes, the struggle for me has definitely been uh, living in the now and enjoying the now in terms of being able to spend uh, to to achieve that. And I see the extreme cases of it online, and it's just a reminder. Hey. You know, look at us. Look at what we're doing here with our money. Um, You know, I think that a lot of it also comes from stability. I don't know if these friends of yours are immigrants or not. A lot of... No. Yeah. So I think the life that your friends are living, I think Travis will enjoy that life. Because you, you you and Ashley are kind of like setting the foundation for it. He doesn't have to spend the first 10 years of his life you know, trying to make a place for himself. He can actually start being productive on it. Uh, He will have a home here in the States. He doesn't have to worry about that. There's some, uh, there's a foundation to work up on. Uh, Yeah, is he going to be uber rich? No, that depends completely on him. But I think you and I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Our parents, we are standing on the shoulders of our parents. Even making it here was because of them to quite an extent, right? And but then again, you can't compare with people who are who've been here for years. They just they just start, they're just starting out like in a hundred meter race, they're like fifty meters ahead of you. It's just you're never mm-hmm. gonna catch up. And easier said than done. We have to be fine with it. It's very hard, yeah. and I I I see it getting harder with age. That financial gap starts to kind of take root in who you continue to be friends with. Because at some point, if you do retire together, you you guys are going to have different lifestyles. You guys are going to have different priorities. Mm-hmm. How do you cope? Yeah, I think the biggest part, again, goes back to that reminder of it. It's easier to accept it when it's, it's more not of in a your conversation. Well, when, yeah, if, if I meet, <laughs> if I were to actually meet that person and talk to them about it, I'm sure it's a different conversation versus the version of it that's captured online yeah. in a post. Yeah. And I'm just reading what I want to read out of that. And I'm just taking what I need to take out of that yeah. versus, you know, they just posted it because, you know, I'm having fun. This is fun. I'm going to post it. Oh, online. yeah. But the actual, yeah, you're right to the point where, I don't know the full story. It could be, yes, you're right, there's a huge gap. There, That gap will persist, all these things. But it's, again, I'm getting snippets of a conversation. I'm not even getting a full one-on-one with this person. And then I move on to the next and the next and the next. And it's all <laughs> it's all FOMO. But that's what feed. social media is, right? I mean, we try and make this channel work on Instagram. And the recommendation always is that the reels should be 15 seconds or lower because that's the attention span. Now imagine just pulling the best 15 seconds out of your 24 hours and putting up on social media. Yeah, it's a doozy. 
but yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I think um, they they keep saying that it's easier for our generation because we didn't grow up with it. I'm not too sure about that. I think it's equally bad for everyone. I mean, for you, it's a lot of the family side of things. For me, it's not even that. I mean, my body dysmorphia comes from FOMO. Because look at a freaking 22-year-old who's ripped and jacked, and I'm looking at my 30-year-old self. What the fuck am I doing? Right. You know? How did that person make it happen? Yeah. And it's abusive and toxic. Um, and even uh, even financially, you see these numbers that have been thrown out on social media so randomly and casually. It's like, oh, just, you know, make 100 million, 200 million. Oh, he makes like 5 million. I'm like, where are these numbers coming from? Is there even that much cash in the world? Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Like, and, and it makes me wonder. It's like, seriously, there's so much money out there in the world and I cannot grab myself even like 0.1% of it? How is that possible? But then I talk to friends and they're like, no, that's not reality. The average man makes, like, in a, even in a city like Toronto, the average salary is up 48000 a year on right. which people run families. It's, it's not a high six-figure salary. That's, that's not the average. But I know a friend of mine, her sister said that the problem is that we surround ourselves in this bubble where everybody around us is a master's graduate with six-figure salaries, and then you're looking at that and you think that is the norm. And even on social media, what we choose to, who we choose to follow, what we choose to follow is curated by how we think about things. So you and I are going to follow people who are either as good or better. And that's, that's just, yeah. It's a shit show on your brain. It's just really <laughs> toxic. I mean, to some extent, it's a good thing because it may, helps you aspire for more. That's always a great thing. But when you destroy your present for dreams of a future, mm-hmm. it's not helpful. I know because yeah. I'm trying to get a therapist right now for that. <laughs> it really is. No, it's, it's actually, if you think about it in the broader sense, it's almost manipulative yeah. with the algorithm working against you against what's good for you or your mental health and it, it persists because of the number it's exposure right the the amount of time you actually spend in a week in a month looking at this and reinforcing this idea that you know i need to have a house in order to fulfill the next level of life yeah i need to have a job that pays at least this much to to make it to the next level who defined these levels <laughs> you know it's it really is a construct that is non-existent and unfortunately till you reach that level till you believe you can reach that level you will be unhappy and that's basically the definition of FOMO because yes you sacrifice being in the present with the fear of like missing out on whatever it is that you don't have currently I don't know. I feel like um, it's a never-ending vicious cycle. When I was in India, I used to, be used to look at lives in the West and be like, oh, that's fantastic. Now we're in the West and we're still shitting about things. Because like, it's not enough. It's never going to be enough. You just have to be okay with it. There is no end, yeah. 
there's always going to be someone who makes more money, someone who travels a little more than you. And it, it's that, that view of it has to change, I think, where you, instead of there being a, a, a feeling of envy, it almost has to become a feeling of, wow, like, how did you do that? That, that curiosity that I think is missing. And I think the social media platform prevents that curiosity in many ways. It exposes you to it, but it doesn't give you the opportunity to figure out how uh, beyond that, because it's just a snippet that makes you feel bad for half a second. Just like you get the dopamine hits for getting for feeling good. I think there are these tiny little snippets of feeling bad and they just add up and compound over time. And it's not good for you. <laughs>